You are listening to the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Father Roderick. And he's a very hot Father Roderick there in, what is that, Amersfoort in the Netherlands. Yes, I'm melting here. We we are in the middle of a second heat wave, and uh, we have no. I have no air conditioning. I've just got this stationary fan blowing wind at me, but it's hot wind, so I feel like a a, a chicken that is in a hot oven, you know. With a and it's I'm 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 slowly frying. So if I don't make sense during this episode, it's blame the heat. Well, I tell you what, I am praying for you to get through this hot summer heat wave that you're experiencing there in the Netherlands. I cannot imagine what life would be like without air conditioning. Of course, what you're experiencing there is normal every day weather here in the summer in uh, the northern Kentucky Cincinnati area. So we I have above me, I, I probably shouldn't tell you this, but above me is an air conditioning vent that blows right down on my head and at certain times during the day, my hands actually start to get like a cold chill. Ooh, <laughs> that sounds good. Oh. That sounds really good. But uh, I, I will tell you what, though. The problem with air conditioning is that it is very addicting. And so, therefore, it makes it very difficult to want to go outside to do any kind of physical activity uh, <laughs> when it's this hot outside. Yes. Well, the the biggest problem of the heat is is not uh the day during the day i mean i learned from the years that i studied in italy where we would have summers that were always like this you know 95 degrees 100 degrees fahrenheit easily um you can still work you just have to sit and do things slowly what what really kills me are is the lack of sleep i just can't sleep when it's so hot and so you know i go to bed really late i wake up extremely early i i think the for the past 3 4 days I must have had like four hours of sleep every night. And I can just tell that my brain is literally melting. I cannot think straight anymore. I can't focus on what I do. Of course, I have no energy to work out whatsoever. And um, so I'm just hoping for some cold rain. I never thought that I would get to this point, but I'm really hoping for some old-fashioned Dutch weather again so I can go out and run in the rain. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> you know, the, the funniest thing, I think, and, and I'm, not, I'm not completely sure this is what's been happening, but this is, my, this is my feeling about what's been happening, is that there are times when I get to the point where I'm, I just don't have that desire to go work out, and, and, and a couple days will go by with no intentional physical activity, and finally I'm like, you know what, I, I'm, by golly, I am going out right now and I am going to get some intentional physical activity. And what do I do? I turn on the latest episodes of either uh, the Healthy Catholic or the di- or the Break with Father Roderick, and and usually it's the Healthy Catholic. And and I'm hearing you talk about you know I'm back into this thing and and I'm energized and I'm walking through the woods and oh wait there's this fly that's gonna bite me and I have to s- swat it off and <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm listening to you while I'm walking and I'm like I feel like you know it's like this is so cool I'm not alone in my journey of intentional physical activity when the reality is i'm listening to this several days after you've recorded it and you're back into this place where you're not working out and i and (laughs) i've heard and i've heard you say things like i just got back from this long run and i was listening to you and it's like yeah but i've not been doing that the last couple of days (laughs) yes i made that recording on uh, last saturday it was incredibly hot that day but i was at a point that i 
I just wanted to run. I, I had been stuck at home in this heat working every day. I was like, I got to get out. I don't care if I'm going to burn away. Um, and so I, I Googled some stuff about what to do, how to prepare for running in the heat because it was in the morning, but it was already, you know, quickly was getting super heat, super hot. And so I found some tips on how to stay cool. And I figured, well, I could go for a run in the woods. At least, you know, I will be in the shadow and then I will take my recorder with me. And when I get too hot, I will just record a, an episode. Uh, of Healthy Catholic and I'll just talk about, you know, how to stay cool or something like that. And, 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 and in the end, I was outside for, I think, three hours. You know, I ran for, um, well, I don't know, 45 minutes and I recorded the episode and then I did some more running and, and it felt great. Yes, it was super hot. But when I got back, I was like, so this is what I've, what I was missing. And this week, the, the rest of the week, I've been longing back for it. Actually, I'm hoping that tomorrow, I'll be able to to do that again because it's it, Saturday becomes almost a bit like my holy day for for workouts and even if I've missed all my workouts during the the middle of the week Saturday that's a sacred moment you know I got to get out and even if I'm tired and I've only slept for 3 hours by golly I will put on my running shoes and I will be going to run <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I, I tell you what, I enjoy when you go out and record. I have a quick question for you as far as technology, and it has nothing to do with health and fitness and all this other stuff. But uh, since yeah. I've got you on the line, what, sure. what are you when you recorded that uh, Healthy Catholic or the two episodes that I heard when you were in the woods? Um, uh -huh. What recorder did you take with you? I, I was under the impression you were recording from the iPhone. It's my iPhone. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm very lazy. I'm just using AudioBoo. Yeah. Uh, it's an application. The thing is, when I go out running, I cannot carry um, anything else than an iPhone. I use the iPhone for my GPS tracking. Mm -hmm. so I'm using a Runner Pro or what, what's the, what, Run the name? Runkeeper Pro. Pro. Who? Runkeeper Pro. Oh, Run Runkeeper Pro. That's it. <laughs> because I remember that we talked about it last week, and you said, "Oh, yeah, the new version is, uh, you know, allows you to uh, to actually uh, it will continue to monitor your run even if you, uh, you know." use another program because it, it supports multitasking. But I, so I, I wanted to try it out, and I, but I forgot to download the new version. So I was like, what is Cliff talking about? This thing is not multitasking. <laughs> 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 and so anyway, but um, uh, and, and so I'm, I'm, having, I'm, I'm carrying this um, uh, band on my left arm, on my upper arm, and it has a, 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 a small carrying bag and i can put my iphone in there yeah and it doesn't weigh anything and i i just can't i can't run with something in my you know in my pants in, right. the, in, the, in the bag of in the how do you say that a pocket of my pants especially if it's a digital recorder or something like that that's not gonna fly so i'm just using the well, iphone i noticed that you had to finish one of the episodes up in the studio and i want to tell you about griffin italk uh it, there's a free version uh, but I would encourage you to just go ahead and get the dollar ninety nine version. I think it's a, only a dollar ninety nine, but it's called I T A L K, and okay. it it has unlimited audio recording, and it has three audio mm. settings: good, better, and best. And I would obviously suggest that you record in best quality. And cool. it has free software for both the PC and the Mac that you can actually um, sync up via Wi Fi and just transfer the file over. Uh, now it records it. It does record it in AIF, so you'd yeah. have to open it up in Audition and then just save it back out as an MP3 file. But uh, it does give you that unlimited audio length, and uh, it's what I use when I'm recording from my iPhone. 
Right, 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 right. Because you're you also. I thought that the last PABL that you recorded outside was also done with an iPhone, wasn't it? It was. It was, and that I was using the iTalk application. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it sounded it sounded good. Yeah. And it, I mean, you can still hear the the dogs barking at you and birds, and uh, and it, it it doesn't distract me that it's mono or. You know, uh, the, 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 it wasn't even so that in the past you used your, your digital, I don't know what recorder you, you are currently using. The Adderall? Yeah, the Adderall. And, and it was stereo and it was just fantastic audio quality. But it, it was sometimes really dangerous to listen to that while running because, you know, I would be running and then suddenly I hear a car coming from the ride and I was like, what, 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 what? car here in the woods? And it's on your recording. <laughs> It's and I it really it sounded like the car was actually going to run me over. <laughs> Absolutely. So that won't happen if you record in mono. <laughs> well, I I'll tell you it's a great little application. I thought I'd let you know about it. I meant to call it in as feedback and I figured, you know what, I'm just going to talk to him and so I'll just tell him. Sure. But sure, yeah, so so that's one of the things that I do is is I'll I'll use that if I don't have my Adderall with me, I'll I'll pull out the iPhone and use the iTalk application to record. Um, I'll try it tomorrow during my run. Yeah, and I think you'll enjoy that application a lot. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is that I was listening to the Healthy Catholic podcast, and you had mentioned two things that and this is what this is really what I wanted to call in feedback. And I'm like, wait a second, I'm not going to call that in feedback because I want to sh- I want to bring this up on the Biggest Loser podcast. And you had mentioned two different things that mm-hmm. I would love to just bring up as topics. One was the you talked about the possibility of uh, working out at the gym, but you had mentioned the drawbacks of working out at a gym in, uh-huh. in your area. And the other one you mentioned, uh, the possibility of working out in a team sport, but you mentioned the drawbacks of, yeah. of um, that. And, and I'm not here to, I don't want to encourage you to do either of the two, but I would mm-hmm. love to discuss the, po- the, the, posi- the positive benefits of both of those options. Yeah. So, um, perhaps I can recap what 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 I uh, what I said about it. I don't remember exactly everything that I said because, as I, as I mentioned, it was a very hot day and my brain was probably half melted. But I think I said something like, um, you know, th- th- there are. I know that there are a few gyms here in the area, but uh, it, it just creates for me. It creates a barrier to go there because I have to step on my bike. I have to go to the gym. Not to mention that I have to pay a subscription fee <laughs> and then I have to, you know, I am there at the gym for an hour and then I have to take a shower, go back home. And it's just like a, a mental barrier for me to have to do so many things. And I'd rather just put on my running shoes and, and go out for a run. So that was kind of my objection against working out at a gym and then a team sport. Same thing. I know that there are lots of groups where that people join uh, to train for, I don't know, a half marathon or something like that. Or they join a soccer team, or so. And for me, again, um, you have to deal with so many other people. It doesn't always fit your schedule, and that was kind of, you know, my objection against team sports. Is like that's just not for me. Right. But, hey, you are here to to uh, to perhaps talk about the other side of that. I do want to talk about the other side. Um, and and now I'm completely with you on the team sports thing. Um, and and especially the whole working out with others. I, I'm I've. I lean towards more of the the costs or the yeah the the drawback side of of team sports versus the benefits but I do think it's important to talk about what some of the benefits are um some of the benefits of team sports especially for somebody like you and my you and myself in fact I need to hear this myself so I'm actually speaking 
uh, this to myself as well. But if if team sports, you do have the whole schedule thing. Um, you know, the, the fact is, is you have to get a whole group of people together at the same time. Uh, but the, the one thing is, is that you make a commitment to something and it's easier to follow through with a commitment when other people are going to be let down. If you don't follow through, you've made that commitment together. So there's a little bit of a, a peer pressure, but a positive peer pressure to come together, to work together as a team. That's true. So, so that's a little bit more um, on the side of, well, I just don't know if I really feel like going out today. And, and maybe, there, maybe the excuse isn't weather. Maybe it's just that you just don't feel like it. And whereas a team sport, maybe that, you know, it's like, well, I don't feel like it, but I've made a commitment to this group of friends. And that, my friends, is the other side of this that I think is huge. And that is the social aspect of being a part of a team sport with a group of other people. It's that social, personal, one-on-one, face-to-face interaction. And Father Roderick, you and I both are very, very caught up in the, in the virtual world of hanging out with our closest friends Mm-hmm. In 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 a in a virtual setting. Now, obviously, you're a Catholic priest, and you interact with a lot of people and people in your parish and stuff like that. But still, as a, on a friend to friend, heart to heart level, you, there's there. I think there could be some benefits to that camaraderie of a team effort sport. Yeah, I think you're you're right, and it it is definitely. Uh, it helps with with motivation to have other people waiting for you and missing you if you're not there. Whereas, you know, if I miss a run, nobody's going to complain. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and, and and there is definitely also um, a bonding aspect aspect uh, to it, and that's probably also why I'm not really, uh, you know, sometimes I'm just not in a mood to to be with other people and do something, you know, because we're constantly on the web communicating with other people, doing shows together with other people. And for me, sports is also a little bit of me time in a, in a certain way. It's kind of a spiritual moment where I can just be there alone with my thoughts or, well, that's actually not true because I'm always listening to podcasts. So I'm always, <laughs> you know, I've always got Cliff Ravenscraft in my ears. So <laughs> but that too can be very spiritual. You know? <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. But anyway, the, you know, so there, there's that. And of course, you know, working with the team, uh, the camaraderie and working towards a goal together, there's nothing like achieving something together and celebrating with one another. I, I, I just, I was sitting there thinking about, you know, it's like, you know, I, I'm not going to go try out for a team sport anytime soon. I don't think, but, uh, I just wanted to say, he's like, well, you know, sure. There are those drawbacks, but there are these benefits. But my my experience when it comes to working together with somebody and trying to get our schedules to match, at least like saying, hey, let's work out together. I always have a hard time with that because occasionally you, it just takes one or two times for somebody to miss uh, mm-hmm. before you you start to let their excuses for not being able to make it to say, well, I'm not going to do it today either. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I think the benefit of a quote unquote team sport is when you got eight, nine people together, then, you know, if one or two people can't make it, you still have got a group of people that continue to move things forward. And if you are one of those people who said, I can't make it today, well, the group just went on without you. And again, I think it's that positive peer pressure that can pull you back into the, the forward flow and the forward momentum of action and, and participation. Not to mention also the added advantage of having expertise in the group 
and this, and if you're new to sports, if 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 it, a team sport can be a great way to to learn how to how to work out, how to get fit without, you know, the risk of injuring yourself because you're doing everything by yourself and having the the experience of all, of all your fellow team players or run running buddies uh, can can really help and can can uh, can teach you a lot. Exactly. And then the the other one was the the gym. Now this is the one that I actually I I pay for a monthly membership, not just for myself but, my, but for my entire family. Uh, we have the YMCA, which it has an indoor swimming pool all year round. It has an outdoor swimming pool during the summer, uh, and it has a wonderful workout facility with treadmills, um, ellipticals, rowing machines, and weightlifting, all that other stuff. It has all of these things. It's air conditioned, and uh, it, it, it's it's a it's a wonderful option for workout. And uh, we pay, I think we pay something like 75 bucks a month, something like that for our entire family to go there. Now, I'll be honest with you, I don't use that thing nearly enough to, to, to continue to pay that, but I continue to pay it because it's an option. And when it's, there have been, you know, like an entire week where it, the sun just refuses to shine, it is pouring down raining. And it's just miserable outside. And I mean, you wouldn't be able to even walk outside without soaking your feet. You're getting your socks soaking wet. Um, days like that, it's just impossible for me to go out and get a run in or a walk in. And so there are days that I actually just jump into the car. I drive to the Y and I work out for an hour and I'm able to do that. And the I, I like walking outside a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. But but I tell you, it is nice to have that as an option, and and so sure. I know that there are some days, and especially for you right now, that that the weather is a major downfall. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and having an air conditioned gym would certainly uh, would certainly help. I remember the, the the only times that I've actually worked out in a gym was while I was um, not on vacation, but on a trip. I remember last year I went to uh, Athens in Greece. Now talking about heat, my goodness, it likes 120 degrees. <laughs> and but the hotel where I was staying uh, had this this gym on the upper floor, and uh, with big glass windows. And from the windows, I'm not kidding you. While I was on the treadmill running, I could see the Acropolis. You know, the hill with all the the ancient runes on top of it. I was like, this is the coolest gym in the world. Uh, who awesome. has a view of the Acropolis, uh, you know, while running out? And I could definitely, um, I, that was the first time that I really experienced the advantage of the gym because it would be impossible in that city to go out because of the heat, but also because of the pollution, you know, all those cars and, and, and just dangerous to run because it's, a, it's such a crowded city. And in a way, with this kind of weather right now, you know, uh, almost 100 degrees in the Netherlands, um, it's, it's dangerous to run. I, I couldn't go outside now and run. I would. It would hurt my um, my health. It, it, it you know, it, it's a strain on your heart. Um, and to have, you know, the more that I'm thinking of it, I should just give it a try and and just uh, <laughs> go and take a look and see if it's expensive or not. And I, I assume that with gyms, you must have different rates. Also, you know, so there might be gyms, smaller gyms that are cheaper and. 
I mean, more more full featured gyms that are more expensive. I don't know about that. But my my experience here with gyms, uh, and and I've I've had times in my life where I've tried these, and the in the several years ago, it used to be the trend that when you signed up for a gym, you literally had to sign a contract that you would be with them for a minimum of a year. And okay. and of course, things have changed a lot here in the states, and that's not always the case anymore. In fact, you know that you 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 see you drive by a gym today, and and big huge banners pay month by month. You know, and uh, right. the, the gyms used to be fifty dollars a person per month, and now it's like nineteen ninety nine a month, pay by month, and you know pay as you go. So it it's it's certainly changed a lot here in the states. So it, it's worth checking out. The other benefits of, of working out in a gym, number one, if you are paying for it, um, there's that positive uh, reinforcement of you wanting to go. You're more compelled to go and, and make the use of that money. So it's kind of like that commitment to put the money yeah. in. It's like having a virtual personal assistant. You're like, I'm paying this person, so I got better use it. <laughs> exactly. And, and so, let me ask you, I'm, I'm, so I'm... I'm the the reason that I used the gym in, in at the hotel in Athens was that one of the advantages was that it was empty. Nobody was using it, so I had the thing all by myself. I have to be totally honest here, and and I gotta confess that I would be rather nervous to go to a gym where there are, I don't know, thirty people working out. I mean. It, it kind of scares me. It's well, got, I don't know because I'm always working out alone, and then all of a sudden you're like with all these other people and. How, do do you have that same? Am I the only person who has that barrier of like mm, I don't feel comfortable? <laughs> I had I had that. Well, and of course, Father Roderick, if you you saw the the photos of me, you know, fifty pounds ago, mm-hmm. you know, and and I was a big guy, and so I'm sitting there. I walk into the Y, and I'm I'm walking on the treadmill at you know three miles per hour and sweating, about ready to have a heart attack. And you've got all these people, <laughs> you know, I've got one person to the left of me, one person to the right of me and three people in front of me. And they're it's all, kind of, you know, uh, they're running seven miles an hour. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like the first week of the biggest loser. That's exactly <laughs> on, the, on the treadmill. <laughs> that's exactly right. And you know what I did is I just took my earbuds and I had, I set my iPhone up on the thing and I'm listening to a podcast or an audio book or music and I just just paid attention to myself I didn't really pay attention and what I found is that I don't really sit there and look at anybody else around me I focus on what's in my mind's eye as I'm walking or now sometimes running when I'm at the gym and I really don't pay attention to other people and and the more I go there and I realize I'm not staring at other people I realize people really aren't staring at me either and right. and sometimes I get a little frustrated now it's like hey I'm running seven miles per hour. Check me out. And nobody's paying attention. It's like, ah, whatever. But seriously, it, it, it is a little bit of a barrier. I understand it because I, I used to have just the physical embarrassment of my own lack of taking care of my body. And and even today, I still got, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm still right above, just right into the obese category for my body weight. And so there's a little bit of that. Um, I'll tell you the most embarrassing thing for me, though, was I used to they have an indoor swimming pool and to go in and and to take my shirt off and go swimming with my big, huge self. That was embarrassing. Yeah. yeah, But you know what? I got over that, too. I did. I, I can I can go to a swimming pool now. And part of it's because, well, I see guys bigger than me take their shirt off and go swimming. And I, I don't I don't look at them and say, wow, what a huge person that is. 
Mm-hmm. I, I, it's just the, it is who they are, and and I just get in and I say, you know what, I, I'm I am who I am. And so it took me a little bit. It it was strange at first, but I I think what you'll find is that you just get into your groove and you get on a treadmill or you get on a machine and and you just do. And in fact. One of the benefits, um, I, now I'm like you, I prefer walking outside. I love seeing things. I love just breathing in the fresh air. But um, I have an iPad now. And one of the things I do is I pull up the Amazon Kindle app and I mm-hmm. make the text really big. So much mm-hmm. that like like three sentences per, you know, per screen fits on the page. And I can actually sit there and I can be playing music very low in the background. I can be running at about four and a half, five miles per hour, and I can read a book while I'm running on the treadmill. Wow. And so there are some benefits to this, to this working out at the gym stuff. And, and what about, I'm just going to pick your brain about this because I'm, I'm trying to, uh, to motivate myself to go check out the local gym, (laughs) but, um, what about all these torture devices that you see in a gym? I always feel so intimidated by these kind of, I don't know. I don't even know. I see these things on The Biggest Loser. I don't even know how to how to use them. I mean, they look like with the weights and everything. It's like, man, I wouldn't even dare to sit on a thing like that because I would uh, either be afraid that I would break the thing because I have no idea how to use it. Or I would make a total fool of myself because, you know, I wouldn't have the strength to to uh, well to operate these things hey, can you can you ask for help or or do, do people are you even allowed to use all that material how do, how do you go about I mean, do you see people that um like for a beginner is do you just ignore it and you just go run on a treadmill or i don't know i'm just i feel so intimidated when i see all these devices especially if there are like super muscular guys sitting on there and lifting weights and i was like uh, i gotta get out of here <laughs> Well, the, the question is, is do you want to be one of those super muscular guys? And if you of do, course. Of course. <laughs> well, if you want to become one of those guys, uh, I just want to do the effort. <laughs> I, I would say as a beginner, uh, and, and, and I can, I still somewhat consider myself to be a beginner at the gym. Uh, mm-hmm. I pretty much stick with the equipment that I already know how to use, which is the treadmill and, uh, the, the actual bikes, the stationary bikes. Yeah. Uh, because I already know how to use those. I can, I know how to pedal and the, the, the bikes that my gym have are pretty cool. I told you earlier in an episode a long time back, uh, that there, it's like a video game even. So I don't know if your gym would have that, but man, is it cool. Yeah. Uh, but, but I, you know, the, but Oops. really that's, I think I lost a connection here. Uh-oh. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You're back. Okay, good. So anyway, um, the, the, um, the bikes are fun, but the treadmill is really where I find the most value. And right. and matter of fact, especially for for yourself, the incline, um, you could you can really judge. At the, and this is the other real benefit is, is most of these treadmills at gyms, you have these uh, metal parts on the grips on mm-hmm, the treadmill, mm-hmm. and you you grip your hand around it, it measures your heartbeat. And it'll tell yeah. you what your ideal range is. And it'll tell you when you're burning more fat, when you're actually giving yourself a better cardio workout, and when you're in your danger range. You know, and, right. and, and so you can really judge that. And and I will tell you, there are there are times when you can get that you could turn the incline up and really t- tone down on the speed aspect, and you can just get just as much of a fat burn or just as much of a cardio. And not necessarily have to put all of that running in, which for if you're reading, 
makes a whole lot more sense, but you're still getting all the caloric burn. You're still getting all of the cardio or all of the fat burn, whatever it is you're going for. So I really love that. So really, if you think about it, just having a treadmill in the air-conditioned space alone almost is worth it. Now, as far as that other torture equipment, the, in every single gym I've ever been in, there are people that are paid by the gym to train people how to use it. In fact, I think it's a, I think it would be a legal issue on the on the part of the gym uh, if they were to give you access to all this equipment, but did not give you free access on how to be trained on how to use it. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. I always figured that you had to. Like in addition to your subscription, you would also have to hire like a personal trainer and then, you know, I <laughs> just, these, uh, it's intimidating. These gyms do have personal trainers that will, uh, that will meet you there and hold you accountable and make you hold, you know, and they'll do the whole thing. It's like, no, no, not yet. Keep going. Keep going. But uh, my experience in every single gym atmosphere is that when you become a member, they do have people who will train you how to use all of that equipment at no additional charge. Now, I don't know if every gym is like that, but I think that you'll find that. But to be honest with you, I've been a member of of gyms, well, well, off and on for the last several years, and I still don't get on those torture devices. Um, right. I, I, I still get on the treadmill. I still get on the bikes. I sometimes will get on the rowing machine. My wife loves the elliptical. I, I just think that thing thing is weird, but, uh, <laughs> it is weird. Yeah. But I've used an elliptical ones. So I was like, wow, this is strange. You're like, you're moving your arms and you do get a workout, but for some reason I feel that, that it's not as efficient in terms of caloric burn as a, as for instance just a treadmill but yeah. but apparently it's much easier on the joints and it's a, it's a safe way to tra- to work out for a long time without getting injured well for you i think i think you would probably be closer to the point where you would want to learn how to use some of those weight lifting machines and those you know the things to to work your the muscles in your legs and and stuff like that to build up all of those areas and and so I, I think you're, for somebody like me, I'm still in the area where I am not looking to build muscle mass as much as I am to drop the the fat still. And you benefit most from cardio. Exactly. Uh, because, because you still are losing, losing yeah. uh, weight. But you, I, I, I think yeah. that it doesn't cost you anything to go in and ask these questions of the person yeah. there. And, yeah. and, and in fact, yeah. what you could do is you could say to yourself, listen, I am not going to go in and make a rash decision. So even if I'm 100% sold on this, I am not going to sign up today. So go yeah. in, talk to them, even if, even if they completely sell you on it and you just want to sign up right now, d- make a decision ahead of time that I am not signing anything I am going to think about this overnight after I have the information. And and I think that that will be a helpful way to to really consider, you know, what the options are. And that way you don't make one of those rash decisions. Because I'll tell you what, I'm one of those guys. I feel like I'm a great salesperson. And if I worked at a gym, you come into if you come into my place and, and by golly, if, you, if I had an annual contract, you'd sign it. <laughs> yeah, I can totally see you doing that. <laughs> I know this because I used to sell insurance. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so and, and and I know there are good salespeople out there and, and so that's what I want to encourage is is make the decision ahead of time that nothing will be signed up. I will not sign up for anything today. 
Well, it would be great if they could. And I'm pretty sure that, that, that I will be able to find it. After all, this is a city. Um, but I would love to find a gym where I can sign up for, let's say, let's try two months, you know, and I pay for that. And then when I really use it, if it's really, you know, if I can really latch on to it, then I, I might get like a yearly subscription or something like that. But I want to I wanna try it out. And it's it's not like an like a phone where you sign, you know, your life away for two years right. <laughs> before you can do anything else. <laughs> Anyway, so Ed, any, I, I, I just thought I'd bring that up. I, I heard you talk yeah, about it. Yeah, a lot. And it, it definitely helps lower the threshold for me uh, to go check it out. And uh, I'm just sick and tired of being in this hot weather and, and not having any energy to go work out or any incentive. And uh, yeah, perhaps the gym is not as scary as I thought it was. The other thing that, that brings the, to the other thing that we had talked about in the pre-show is that uh, vacation. I just got back from vacation. Yeah. So you went on vacation during the Independence Day uh, weekend, yes. which is kind of an extended thing, isn't it? Yeah, it, 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 we kind of turn it into a three-day weekend deal here, uh, so it, it's, it's kind of nice to do that. Took the family down and completely unplugged, and it was the weirdest thing ever. This is the first time that I went as far as I did as far as unplugging. I mean, really breaking free from the mindset that I have to worry about my business and all this other stuff really sat down and enjoyed the family and enjoyed the surroundings. I, I, I'm pretty sure you've probably heard the POBL episode, yes. but yeah. uh, for the benefit of those who are listening here, um, I, we were, I traveled from the main road back to my parents' lake house uh, is about a 15 to 25 minute drive. I'm not sure which it depends on how fast you're going and it's not safe to go fast. Um, but anyway, travel this thing a ton of times, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So I know this place. But to be honest with you, it was the first time ever I really saw things. And even though I know I had definitely not missed a single turn, yeah, I'm like, I don't feel like I'm on the right road. I don't remember ever seeing this brush here, you know, this these trees. I don't ever remember seeing this beautiful landscape here. I don't remember seeing this. I was noticing things that I had never noticed before. I was like, man, this is gorgeous. And there were times when I would stop in the middle of the road. And of course, there's no problem because nobody else is on these roads. Um, yeah. I would stop in the middle of the road and I'm like, wow, look at the view of the mountains from right here. This is so gorgeous. And Stephanie's like, uh, hello, it's there every single time we come down this road. And I'm like, <laughs> I, for some reason, I had never seen this stuff before. It, traveling yeah. tons of times. So I totally unplugged. The only problem is I came back. And uh, and I often have this time uh, coming back from vacation. And, uh, and I've heard about a real syndrome called like post-vacation blues. It's kind of like a little bit of a depression. Um, yeah. and, and, and I thought this was just for people who, you know, despised their jobs, who hated what they do. And of course, I think you and most people know that I love what I do for a living. Sure. <clears throat> but I don't love how, how much I sometimes obsess over my responsibilities and, mm -hmm. and, and sometimes how I expect myself to be in complete control of every single aspect of my life and, and my future. And sometimes I forget to let God take control of those things. And and so it, it was just this really eye-opening experience as coming back. But I found myself on Tuesday morning waking up and not wanting to really do anything. I'm like, I, I, I want to go back down to the mountains and I want to, I want to drive through and see those trees again. Wow. And, and I just don't want to work today. Yeah. And so, you know, it's 98 degrees, 99 degrees here. And so I 
said, Stephanie, I'm going to go out for a walk. I'm going to see if that'll help. And mm-hmm. I went out for a walk and I didn't do any running, but I went out for a walk in the very hot heat here. And I will tell you what, it was sunny. It was beautiful. Um, my outside of my neighborhood, they're starting to build more and more sidewalks along streets. And uh, so I ventured in, in areas I don't usually go. And it was just such an enjoyable experience. And I, of course, I listened to the Healthy Catholic and then I was listening or, and then I recorded a podcast. And by the end of it, my mind had really been focused and recentered on why I love what I do in life. And so I came back. Is that, is that the day that you recorded the PABL episode? Yes, that was the Inside My Head episode. So funny. Yeah, because I was listening to that and it was just almost like a brain dump of everything that you were worrying about and thoughts about the future. And and um, what I found really interesting was that at the end of the recording, you're, I think you're almost home when you stop, start to wrap up and you're like, wow, this really helped. And I feel a lot better now. It's like, wow. You, you actually get to witness the transformation that that walk uh, affected. Yeah. The, the th- what it did with you. And uh, it was amazing to hear that and to be to kind of like, this walk really helped. Uh, that That is exactly it. I mean, as a matter of fact, if uh, people... W- I'll tell you what I do. Uh, that was actually a uh, plus member only episode of Pursuing okay. a Balanced Life. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually... Cr- I will create a link where people can download that from the show notes of this episode of the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. And so go look for the episode that's released on July 9th and then in the show notes, I'll put a link to where you specifically can download that episode. And that's exactly right. Because at, at the beginning of it, I'm just kind of like, eh. And then at the end of it, I'm like, yeah. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so on uh, Wednesday, I woke up and I, I, I sort of felt the same thing. It's like I was back in vacation mode again. It's like, ah, I don't want to go work today. And, <laughs> and um, I went for another walk. Uh, only later in the afternoon, but uh, I went for another walk, listened to another episode of The Healthy Catholic, and then uh, listened to some other podcast, and and just I came back after another three and a half mile walk, and and I got that energy back. And so I tell you, I really I don't know why I ever get to the point where I feel like I just don't have time for this, or you know when sometimes when I don't feel like doing something that I don't go out and just get my mental clarity by walking and thinking and, 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 and enjoying life. And so, yeah. I've, I've read um, an article recently, and I can't remember where, that actually analyzed this from a, from a scientific point of view, the, the effect of being outside. And apparently it's not just a, a psychological thing, but there's actually something biochemical going on when you step outside it's the the sunlight of course has a huge influence on our biochemistry and so it releases certain certain i don't know i'm not a i'm not a bio, uh, biologist so i don't know the the exact terms but it releases certain things in your blood or in in your in your body that will give you more energy and it will lift up your spirits literally and apparently there's also something in uh, like being in a park or something in nature and that too has a biochemical effect on you that is actually stimulating you, giving you more energy for the rest of the day. And I think that the, the, the conclusion of the article was that even if you feel like you don't have time, if you, invest, if you feel down and you feel like you're out of energy and you, you, you just don't have the, the strength to do your duty, um, investing in only half an hour 
of a walk outside, you will gain that back in productivity for the rest of the day. You will make much more, um, you will get much more done than you lose in 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 reserving that time for a for a walk outside. And I thought it was fascinating that there's actually this is not just a psychological thing that you kind of you imagine being more because I can I was like, well, why would I go out? I'm just imagining things, you know. I should just, you know, make myself work harder, and I should not be, you know. Uh, I could relate this to uh, to not the last episode of of, of uh, losing it with Jillian, but the the fifth episode, where you know you've got this family. You remember the the kind of uh, I don't know if it was in Texas, but uh, they, they live in the, in the countryside, and it's like suck it up, you know. Don't complain. Don't be a crybaby. Just suck it up. Right. And sometimes I've got the temptation to tell myself, you know, just suck it up, you know, and I. Well, actually, no. You should sometimes really give yourself some extra space. Go out for a walk because that will give you much more energy than if you just look at yourself in the mirror and, and tell yourself, you just suck it up. Don't be a crybaby <laughs> because that, that usually doesn't help. No. And, and, and sometimes and, and I think, you know, the walk was one thing. And, and, but I really think that there's a, there was a lot of value in, in just getting some things off of my mind and speaking them. And, and, and thinking yeah. through and processing so many different fears and anxieties and, and so many other things uh, that were just really clouding my judgment. And well, something that struck me was that you said at one point, you know, I, I tend to worry way too much. I tend yeah. to, you know, think about this and that. And then, you know, I get, I get tired and uh, I start to become very negative and, and, and it's just the worries. And I think that was so relatable. And I was like, wow, that I, yes, that is definitely something that's bugging me too from time to time that I just worry too much. And I, I take the world on my shoulders and I think of everything that could go wrong or all the things that I should do. And it's the kind of should have, would have, could have thing that is always kind of <laughs> uh, depressing me when you start to worry too much. And, and, um, just listening to your thought process, I could tell that by the end of the recording, you could let go. And yeah. it was like, okay, I'm just, I'm letting go. And I feel a lot lighter and I feel a lot more energetic. And that was a good, that in itself was a good lesson. Um, and it's something that I should do also um, more and just let go and don't worry about everything at once. And and of course, there are always things that you need to do. There's always something to worry about, but just worrying about it is not going to solve it. No. But and and a lot of, one of my favorite quotes was somebody says, you know, 90% of the things we worry about never really happen. That's true as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, it, it is a huge blessing. And, and, and by the way, folks, uh, I would really encourage you guys, everybody listening to this, go and subscribe to the Healthy Catholic Podcast with Father Roderick. I, I'm serious. It is, it is one of the things that motivates me uh, and I enjoy listening to when I'm out for a walk. I love Father Roderick going out there and just listening to you record. Uh, I love hearing the birds in the air. I love hearing you talk about the 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 look of the butterflies and how they fly together and and stuff. I, I just as I'm walking, you know, because I'm sometimes walking in the same areas every single day but i through the mental pictures of the things that you talk about and just t or sometimes you're not just talking about your surroundings you're just talking about things in life and it takes my mind off of the the, the same old same old and i really enjoy your podcast well same for me when listening to pabl uh, that's one of my favorite shows and it's uh <laughs> i think it's also because we we're very similar in a way I, and a lot of the things that you say out loud was like that was just exactly what i was thinking and sometimes it's just scary. I'm like, wow. 
Well, I'll tell you what. It is it is fun stuff. I'll put links to both of those in the show. What what should we title this so people can... Uh, how about uh, worrying too much? Uh, going to the gym? How about don't going w- to the gym? Going to the gym is good. Or don't worry, be happy or something like that. <laughs> Let's do go- going to the gym. If you guys are looking for show sure. notes, go yeah. there. Until next time, everybody, be a loser. <laughs>